Welcome to Tony's Game Lounge, a weekly podcast talking gaming news, upcoming releases, and various topics on all things in the gaming industry. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a brand new episode of Tony's Game Lounge, the second annual sports episode. I'm your host, Tony Erickson, and joining me this week, the return of the legendary voice of the podcast, John Flatters. Great to be back. And two newcomers. Uh, first time on the podcast. First, uh, he can try and sell you a van. It's Carson Sparrow. Oh, happy to be here. Real pleasure. <laughs> and second, he uh, was a football coach himself for a little bit of a time. It's Darren Bain. Good afternoon. Happy to be here. Uh, before I get started, I actually have to disclaim that I'm an employee of Vista Radio, and anything I say here is my own opinion and has nothing to do with Vista Radio. Yes, that is a point that we should uh, bring out. Darren here uh, has a full-time job uh, compared to the rest of us as well. Oh, <laughs> or at least uh, at least compared to me. And when me. you say it like that, it makes and me, me feel very special. <laughs> Yeah, could, I also, could I also have a disclaimer? Uh, yeah, I'm Carson Sparrow. I'm currently unemployed. All opinions are of myself and my self any. And if there's any employers out there looking for people to join their workforce, come at me, Carson Sparrow, on all media platforms. Uh, how you boys doing today? Uh, it's pretty good, pretty good. I mean, uh, I'd be a little happier if we weren't sort of half in half out of this stupid lockdown but overall life could be worse yeah well said john yeah you pretty much hit the nail right on the head there (laughs) (laughs) hit the nail right on the head um so we have two new guests so that means uh we get to see the return of selection screen uh to start off our podcast so carson and darren uh i'm gonna ask you guys uh who your favorite video what your favorite video game is what your favorite video game character is, what your favorite soundtrack is, and what you're looking forward to in the remainder of 2020 slash 2021. Who would like to start? Oh, Darren, take the floor, man. All right, sounds good. Uh, Favorite game? I've been playing a lot of Lord of the Rings online lately. It's a MMO based on Lord of the Rings, and I've been playing a little too much of it probably, but you know what? Never mind, there's no such thing as too much video games. Uh, video game character, if, if I had to pick one, I would probably pick Yoshi from the Mario series, because he's just adorable. And soundtrack, probably any of the Legend of Zelda soundtracks, I used to listen to those just to help me fall asleep, so that's probably my top pick right there. Ooh. Nicely done. I'll I'll jump in myself. Um, I know you've I've already probably, done this. John. I've already done it, but I bet you I can switch. Do you remember who I said for favorite game character? Oh, I don't even remember. Uh, I can't remember. But it's I've been, been it's been it's been a hot minute. Yeah. it's been a good it's been a good like 10, 20 weeks since you've been on last. Yeah, for sure. Well, What's your favorite I, game, Johnny? Favorite game, and I've well, I mean NHL whatever version you want, whatever the newest one or whatever I can get my hands on NHL by EA sports for sure. But then my favorite character I've been, again, it's sort of half lockdown. So there's nothing to do. I've been playing a ton of fight night champion and in the story mode, their main character, Andre Bishop, that guy, that's a fun, like the whole story mode. You get so wrapped up in this guy's Mm -hmm. life as he goes through his career. It's a pretty sweet, 
pretty sweet setup. And then for soundtrack, definitely Halo. Mm. Oh, that's good. All right, Carson. Uh, favorite game? I probably go with the the Portal franchise. Uh, I really, really like those games. Uh, love playing through uh, number two all the time. Just like four times longer than the first one. Uh, mm-hmm. Great. Uh, character wise, that's tough. Uh, maybe like Mrs. Pac-Man. Uh, and soundtrack, like probably the Skate Three soundtrack or any of the Tony Hawk one. games soundtracks. Yeah. And then Skate 3 would probably be like a, a runner-up for favorite game. That's That game never gets old. You can play that all day. Have you touched uh, the new Tony Hawk yet? No, I haven't. I haven't heard good things at all. So I've uh, it's, of... I, I enjoy it. It's, it plays a lot very similar to, like again, the Tony Hawk franchise. Yeah. From, I, like, especially Pro Skater 1 and 2. And I, I've had a good time with the game. Have you played that new game, uh, Skater XL? I have not, but I've heard good things about that one, too. Yeah, it's interesting. I was playing it, the, I think, last week at, uh, for a little bit. and then, I don't know. The controls were a little different because we were playing Skate 3 and then immediately started playing Skater XL. And it, uh, I don't know. It's a little bit of a learning curve after that. Yeah. On, on computer, it's very fun. On console, I haven't, uh, haven't delved in as much as I uh, would like to, I guess. All right. All righty, then. Uh, and with that, we're going to jump in to our Getting Comfy segments where we talk about one little small topic before we jump into everything else today's podcast has to offer. And today's little topic is about uh, it's a question I got for you. If you can make a hybrid sport, like combine two sports together, what uh, hybrid sport would you create? Can I jump in first? Yes, absolutely. (laughs) So honestly, the only two sports, and you can mix them either way, but if you were to play hockey, lacrosse, so instead of having all the stupid whistles and draws and lots of delays every time there's a whistle or a penalty, you just keep the game going. If somebody commits a minor, you know, just an interference offense, you blow the whistle down, give the other team the puck, let them get right back going, it would make the game so much faster. And then I don't know. It's it's probably not let la, it's probably not possible. But lacrosse on ice, there'd probably be too much. There'd probably every time I think about it, I just think ah, there'd be it. There'd be too much blood. <laughs> but All that's right, it I'll for jump me. In next, yeah, I'll jump in next. I was actually going to say that I'm a big lacrosse fan. I'm a big hockey fan. So just combining those two, especially you know on ice, if. If you do it on ice, then you just have like floor or street hockey. But if you do it on ice, it's, I find it would just add so much more to the chaos of sports that it would be something just a true spectacle to watch. Very much so. Very much so. Carson? I think I'll keep with the uh, the winter theme of ice. And, uh, you know, you hear about prison rules uh, basketball or prison rules uh, football or something. Maybe like a little bit of a no holds bar, wild west, prison hockey type. You got skates as sharp as the pros, uh, you know, stick sharp, maybe a little slap shot kind of style uh, rawness in there. And I think that would add to John saying about carnage on the ice. I think that could take it up to another level. I like that a lot. <laughs> so my game, I guess, is the exact same as hockey. But I guess just violent. <laughs> Isn't that the very best part violent? Of hockey? <laughs> maybe, <laughs> I, know, I was also thinking maybe winter golf. You know the winter classic. Golf. 
You guys ever seen Snow Dogs? Uh, it's been a while. I think the one guy winter golfs in that movie. <laughs> you know what's you know what's another good I forget it uh it was a commercial and it was I forget who it was uh advertising whether it was advertising for hockey or for golf or just for sports center but it was like combining sports and so this guy's you know lining up his putt and he makes his putt and all of a sudden the goalie just flies into the frame and makes the save or then they mix it up and it's like uh Oh, what is it? I forget. The guy's about to throw a dart or something, and then this football player just comes flying in and out of nowhere and just tackles him. That's probably before all your guys' time, though. I remember those old Sportsnet, uh, the sports, the ESPN Sports Center commercials. Those were hilarious. Yeah, they were like all the guys in the office and stuff. And yeah, then, that's right. Yeah, they're on the. Cl- <laughs> yeah, that was that was funny. Those are good commercials. The guy just standing at the water cooler, and that's where the linebacker just comes and drills him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I re- I know that one. I I knew I do know that one. I was uh, that's I was trying to think that to which ones they are, and I know that one just of. Yeah, it was all just like office based cubicles. Then you had like, like pro NHLers or NFLers, yeah. like you know, just doing like accounting. Oh yeah, yeah they are. Was, they it was the, the it's very yeah, it funny. Was the yeah. athletes, it is. Um, for myself, uh, for hybrid, uh, I got a three for you get hockey, you get billiards and you get bowling. Ooh. Oh, I like this. So, uh, the hockey rink, uh, is you have the full size hockey rink and you're skating and you're using bowling balls as, uh, and there's like other balls in the middle and it's basically ice billiards with bowling balls. Almost like crokinole. Oh, that's a good game. Oof. I've been playing a lot of that recently. <laughs> <laughs> excellent, excellent. Uh, well, with that, uh, now that we're all warmed up, got the, the talking juices flowing, uh, it's time to move on to the week in review, uh, where we talk about what happened this week, past week in the gaming world. Um, as for games that came out this past week, uh, Mortal Kombat Ultimate came out. Katamari Damacy Reroll, the HD remaster of uh, Katamari Damacy, and Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity came out as well. In the news department this week, uh, Stadia is officially one year old, and uh, it's making its way to the iOS platforms. Star Wars Squadrons uh, is releasing an update on November 25th, and it will be adding the B-Wing and TIE Defender ships to the game. Uh, Among Us developers have teased the new map that will be coming to the game on Twitter. Haven't given an official release date yet. Uh, The Game Awards nominees are now available online to vote for. And this year, uh, going for Game of the Year, you have Animal Crossing New Horizons, Doom Eternal, Ghost of Tsushima, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Hades, and The Last of Us Part II. Did you guys play any of the games up for Game of the Year this year? None of those ones, but honestly, I, I want to play more Doom. Like, I got to get a good setup. I've still got the old 360, but if I get a good setup, that's a game that I'm going to get because there's there's nothing about or there's nothing like that weird kind of hell looking art and like really dark. I don't know. There's some, I don't know if you call it a theme, but that original Doom just set the tone and I've always loved those types of games. I personally... I'm in the same. Sorry, go ahead, Darren. Okay. I personally haven't played any of these, but I really want to give Animal Crossing a try just because, you know, we're all locked down. It's a good way to interact with people. It's 
almost like in a sense you can be there with everyone without actually you know having to be there and touching people and being close to people stuff like that so i think it's a great way to sort of bridge that gap that covid19 has sort of made for us i'm in the same boat as johnny i want to get into doom a lot more i played it a handful of times like the other games and stuff and i really enjoyed it and seen some gameplay from doom eternal heard a lot of good things would like to get into that Mm-hmm. It's very, very fast-paced shoot 'em up, kill them demons. Yeah, uh, and uh, it very. I need to. I still need to play the 2016 Doom as I'm still yet to play that. Uh, but there, I, there's been a lot of other games, and Animal Crossing has actually taken up a majority of my time. I've been playing it since it came out in March, and can say it is worth getting into. Uh, as f- uh, back to the news. Uh, Pokemon Go uh, will get be getting the Generation 6 Pokemon December 2nd. Uh, the batch of a little less than 100 Pokemon will be coming into the game, uh, leaving just two generations uh, to make their way into Go before Go ha- literally has every Pokemon now. Um, in NFL news, uh, it's a big one uh, because... Uh, the NFL 2021 Pro Bowl will take place in Madden 21 instead of real life. Um, it's going to feature some NFL legends, celebrities, streamers, uh, and whatnot for the week-long event. All participants will be playing using the Pro Bowl rosters that the game has. Um, it's still a bit unclear, though, or the NFL has still made it a bit unclear of who's going to be playing and partaking in the final game and all that stuff. But uh, there's now a Pro Bowl after it got canceled because of COVID. I think it would be so cool if every player that made the Pro Bowl had to play as their player. Like, so like a linebacker, like the middle linebacker <laughs> plays as himself. And no matter what the rating for him, whether he's got a problem with the rating for himself, they have to play. And so then you've got, you know, 11 guys on offense and defense, having them all have to make their reheads. That would be cool. That would be. I feel like this. That would just be like a, a bit chaotic, but in a fun, a, a fun way because of just how many setups they would need. Yeah. Overall, to just like okay, we need eighty-eight consoles, <laughs> eighty-eight controllers, and uh, we need to get. We need to specially program this game, EA, so that each player plays as themselves. That and wouldn't have any. That, there'd be no lag in that one, and would there? <laughs> I, 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 if they do a land setup, there wouldn't be, which would be even crazier. In my yeah, opinion. that'd be a hell of a land party. What <laughs> hell of a land party? They should do it for the Super Bowl too, and whoever wins wins the league. It's all <laughs> esports. There's no actual sports anymore, but the players get paid the same salary, but just to play themselves on the game. <laughs> <laughs> uh in Animal Crossing news, the new Animal Crossing update came out this past week, adding Turkey Day and Toy Day uh, for the new update. So Thanksgiving and Christmas will be in the game very soon, um, as those days actually come up in real time. Uh, Super Mario 3D All-Stars has received GameCube controller support for Sunshine, at least. I don't know if it's compatible with uh, Super Mario 64, but it is compatible with Sunshine. Uh, in January, seven new sets of Lego Mario will be coming out uh, to build those new Nintendo Lego collections. 
In cyberpunk news, we got two episodes of Night City Wire this past week. The first one showing off cyberpunk running on the Xbox Series X and the Xbox One. And the last episode of Night City Wire, episode 5, came out as well, showing off a brand new gameplay trailer. A trailer specifically for Johnny Silverhand, Keanu Reeves' character. And they also revealed that there will be a streamer mode, so when you stream the game, no copyrighted songs will play. Uh, saving you from the DMCA. Uh, are you guys excited for Cyberpunk? You be, have you been looking into that at all? I'm more excited for the Mario Legos. <laughs> I have to admit, I'm more excited for the Mario Legos too, but I do think that's a great idea to put it in streamer mode and not have that copyrighted uh, music coming through because, you know, there's a lot of people that stream and a lot of people that use that to make an income. And if they do get copyright and claim or whatever it is, then that's however much time of work just flushed down the toilet. Yeah, especially right now when the DMC has been hitting Twitch a lot harder than it has been in the past. Yeah, it's just going to make people, the game itself, more accessible to people who want to stream too, which is, I think it's a killer idea. Mm -hmm. It was a big concern for people, uh, especially with the recent things and Twitch's statement on the whole thing uh, with the copyright stuff of what could be played. And with this game coming out, people were like, well, what are we going to do? And now... Uh, CD Projekt Red has given us the answer already, which is great. Great, It's really good. Uh, Fall Guys has passed 10 million copies on PC uh, for uh, games sold. Uh, congratulations, Fall Guys, for hitting that milestone. And Yakuza producer and Yakuza 3 director Dais- Daisuke Sato has gone on record at Sega's 60th anniversary uh, in an online interview uh, saying that he would like to work on a Sonic game. Um, and with he with him working on the Yakuza series, he's also worked on Super Monkey Ball and a couple other things. I think we might possibly see a dark, gritty Sonic game down the line, which would be neat. Cause as long as it's not edgy, like Shadow the Hedgehog, cause that was just too edgy for us. <laughs> they they just gave a hedgehog a gun, and it was it's just too edgy, man. <laughs> yes, too rock Sonic and real. Make him violent. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, that's give it for two, main. Two guns this time. <laughs> two guns. Uh, that's it for the main news. On to the draw of the deck for the TCG news this week. Uh, nothing in the Pokemon uh, set, but in Yu-Gi-Oh! Speed Duel Battle City box set comes out November 26. And Magic Gathering Lies last week, uh, Commander Legends set came out, adding an additional 361 new cards. And that's the week in review on to On Your Radar, uh, where we list off the games that are coming out this upcoming week. On Monday, World of Warcraft Shadowlands finally makes its way to the PC after getting delayed. On Tuesday, Football Manager 2021 comes out for the Series X, Xbox One, and PC. Just Dance 2021 makes its way to the PS5 and Series X. Cobra Kai, the Karate Kid Saga continues, makes its way to the Switch. On Wednesday, Star Renegades and Vigor come out for the PS4, and Out of Space Couch Edition comes to the PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. And on Thursday, Made of Skur gets ported over to the Switch. And that's it for games this week. Not a lot, as the past two weeks have been game-heavy with how with the launch of the PS5 and Series X. Um, and with that, 
it's time to move on to today's main topic, the second annual sports episode. We're talking sports, baby. Love it. Go sports ball. Sports. Sports. Um, and so we're going to start off with uh, talking about some sports games as uh, that's those are pretty, pretty big still. Uh, people do sure do love to play the Chell, the Maddens, the golfs, and all that stuff. Um, so, what are you? What are your guys' favorite uh, sports games that you've played? For me, definitely like the the EA versions of the major sports, so like NFL, NHL. Um, but then, like I think we talked about this last time. Once you get into like the baseball and the golf, it bounces back and forth from the 2K or the basketball. I think 2K just runs away with it. I don't even think um, EA does basketball. I could be wrong. EA but... used to, but they don't anymore. Yeah, yeah they just anymore. gave up. They tried it for lost... a couple of years. But yeah, definitely the EA, like NHL and NFL for sure. Those are my those are my holdovers, and FIFA. Darren and Carson? Um, well, I actually haven't really been getting into the EA sports games like Madden and NHL. To me, it's just, honestly, I almost feel like if you could put me down uh, in front of any one of the NHL games from this cons- current console generation, so Xbox One and PS4, on put me down in front of any of those NHL games, and I honestly wouldn't be able to tell which one I'm playing. It's... I do enjoy playing it, but at the same time, it's you. I want to be given something new. But on the flip side of that, it's how do you do? How do you change this? Because you know, you, it's the core value or the core component of the game. It's you know, it's hockey or it's football. And how can you change hockey or football? You can't really do that from year to year. So it's you know, it's kind of a what's the word I'm looking for? It's almost you know, it's it almost repetitive. A- like it's a letdown every year when it, a new version comes out and they tell you and they tease all these new physics upgrades and all of this stuff. I'm a hundred percent with you, Darren, on that one. Cause yeah, it's go, just like, go ahead. It's just like a stalemate every year. I mean, yeah. you pay $60 and you get like, I don't know, like the difference is negligible between. Yeah. The difference is it's basically you're paying, you're paying. It's, a, all, it's all just money anyways, yeah. but I mean, for the enjoyment of the game too. Yeah, you're paying sixty bucks for a roster change, essentially. Pretty yeah. much. Like I like uh, if you compared, I think fifteen was the first year for this console generation. I'm not hundred percent sure on that. Twenty thirteen was. Twenty thirteen is when the PS4 came out. It's it's seven years. Oh my god. Oh wow. I know, right? But anyways, if you took like NHL fourteen on current console generation and went to 21 yeah you'd see a difference but at the same time if you went from 14 to 15 and then from 15 to 16 you wouldn't see that difference in that one year gap no you're you're 100 percent right and that's like that's probably the most frustrating thing with the those two that i talk about but <laughs> you have to remember i've been playing these vids since like the early 2000s so in the 20 years there's been massive massive changes I remember yeah. I went from uh, like the old button mash, like where it was A and B, and then they started to get all the skill stick stuff going. And it took me a good two, three years just to figure out how to play the the new setup. So there's little improvements like that that can really open it up. But 
overall you're 100 percent right you get a, a roster change and maybe a little bit better graphics if you get a new console i think the one that stands out to me the most was the nhl game where they added threes mode that was like a nice change because it added a completely new game mode to the yeah game. yeah and yeah, I that's was, fun to play and i was gonna sort of bring that up as well that yeah it's the core game hasn't really changed but especially in the past few years these companies they're adding new modes like you said nhl threes or ones and nba 2k there they have their park where you can go play five on five or one on one or three on three or whatever so there are steps being made towards sort of bringing more variety to these games but you know it's small steps but steps nonetheless everybody yeah, very much so everybody seems to want to go more like the multiplayer and i'm probably for the, one of the only people who's like no add more like put more time into the career mode or like the be a pro mode but like yeah, i said i'm probably the, the only like options that. yeah I, i'm like that too i prefer the career you know put yourself in the game make yourself and, you know, live out your career, live out that fantasy of being a professional sports player. <laughs> There's only so much you can do with the multiplayer, too. Like, if you add more to the kind of the, the single, like, gameplay element, like the manager mode or the be a pro, it kind of, I don't know, it adds more to the game than just, I mean, a, a different feature in the multiplayer that's still generally the same thing as the past five years. And I never had good internet connections, so it was always like, well, I'm going to play multiplayer and just get frustrated, or I'm going to play career mode and have fun. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's a, and that's a big thing that, at least with the sports games I played, like, when I was, like, into the EA sports scene, the games I have in my collection are, like, the 2003 to 2006 ones. As I feel like, that, that, that right there to me is just, like, mmm, so good. Yeah, mm. yeah, just perfect nostalgia there. Just perfect nostalgia in the soundtracks. Yeah, yeah, they're pretty bad now. Yeah, <laughs> they're not good at all. I was like seven years old in the the grocery store one time, and they had like a a demo copy of NHL 06, and like I still have a laptop where it's like downloaded, and that's like what started like getting into EA games more and everything. And that soundtrack, even on the demo rocks hard that it do uh speaking of ea specifically uh they recently renewed their license for the nhl and the ufc as when it comes to sports games nowadays uh ea owns the majority of them with hockey football fifa and the ufc but when it comes to basketball and baseball basketball is owned by 2k now uh with the nba and where does the mlb belong to it's the show but i don't know who actually produces that one i i want to say it's sony but don't hold me to that i feel like you're right because for years it's actually going to change now but uh mlb the show has been a playstation yeah it is sony uh, Sony has the rights to the MLB. So that's you have those three, but uh, with MLB, used, you, uh, the MLB used to belong to EA, but they lost the, that license. And another license that EA lost just recent, recently, I, I say recently, but that's because the game just came out this year, was uh, the PGA Tour uh, that EA lost to 2K. 
and I've only uh, heard good things about the 2K version of that. Because like, yeah. what when was the last real improvement to like the was it uh, Tiger Woods was EA right? Tiger yeah, Woods was EA, through. and then for the long, you know, they they had to separate from his name, but then they went with Rory McIlroy for a Rory little bit. McElroy for one year. Which wasn't and very good. Nobody liked that, it. And that was it. That was the last one that EA produced as right after that game. That's when they lost the license. Um, yeah. And 2K was working on golf games as well, just without the license. But now that they have the license, uh, it was, it's now PGA Tour 2020 or whatever it was called. I, I, I've i heard that it's good, but there's one issue I have with the game. And it's, it's more of just me being picky. Uh, but I don't like the fact that there's limited golfers you go up against you only challenge like between it's less than 10 that you have for your rivals oh and, and you only unlike, play against those same 10 kind of like middle name players yeah yeah and that, that and like unlike the uh, back in the tiger woods days of ea ownership of pga was you had like i want to say at least 20 30 golfers from tiger woods to even like some custom ones that they had, like Big Mo. Yeah. Or, uh, oh, that guy's a good golfer. <laughs> uh, as, uh, 2008 as... Masters Champs, Big Mo. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But, and that's where I feel like, uh, especially like that's a reason why I didn't pick up the new golf game. I, I was actually excited for the game. I'm like, dang, dang, there's a new golf game coming out. And I wanted to check it out. But after kind of looking at some reviews on, that front i'm like oh it's not what i was hoping for sorry tone is that the new 2k one or the new the 2k one the new 2k the one yeah because uh that's who has ownership uh going forward with uh the pga oh, Tour. So, yeah yeah yeah, yeah you think like you have the rights to a game you have the rights to to the pga tour uh contestants i guess in, in the circuit you think you think that you could put more than 10 in yeah I don't think it's even ten. It's less than ten, but I don't remember the exact number. Yeah, but it's not weak. it's not a lot. But to me that's not really a deal breaker because this kind of goes back to that multiplayer thing where you can, you know, put yourself in the game. So in a sense, it's almost like every other person on earth is you're competing against them or have the opportunity to compete against them. And exactly, and that's like a big thing, but for me, multiplayer is never really a priority. Like I Personally, I prefer single player experiences and as I have, and especially like seeing like old single player experiences, like 2004 PGA tour, you have the world tour, you have some scenarios, you have the the season and uh, you have, you if you got the game back in 2004, or, you know, you set your console's clock back to that year, you have real time events as well. Just, to, it's a good time. Uh, but continue Darren of what you were saying. Um, well, really the only problem I have with PGA Tour 2K21, I've played it and I've enjoyed it. And the only problem I have is, and I don't think this will ever happen in a golf game officially, but I just want to play Augusta. Yeah. I want to don't, play Don't we Masters. all, Darren? I want to be Big Mo at the Masters. 2008 when he took the crown, when he took the green jacket. Jacket. Rest, rest in peace, Big Mo. Rest in peace, Moa, Big Mo, Ta'avatu. Yeah, he died this year. <laughs> he died with the EA games. Yeah, very, very much so. Um, 
my next my next question I got for you guys, um, when it comes to comparing EA and 2K, which one do you lean more towards? And uh, why uh, do you lean more towards that one? And what is something the other side can do to maybe win you back a bit more? I think I lean more towards EA, especially just because I mostly play the the NHL franchise games. But I would it would be nice to see like if like they gave the rights to say to two uh, K as well, and like just comparing the two games and like I don't know having two different options when it comes. I to know that like back, I want to say back in the early 2010s, two K had some rights to the NHL. Yeah, and they had a they couple did. games. I played like two th- uh, NHL two K eight i believe and stuff and like i don't know comparing it to like the ea game it's it's pretty comparable i mean you had more or less the same jerseys all the third jerseys were the same there was no um i don't know gameplay wise think control wise it was extremely similar and i give the edge to ea in general too because of the skate franchise which is i think just a unreal game it's gonna be hard to top skate three i i forget that like skate is under ea technically yeah they do it all they they do do it all they even did peggle peggle <laughs> for me it definitely it's the ea just because there's the history there but um like exactly like carson was saying if you have two console or sorry two uh producers that are making the same game with the same rights then you'd get a little bit better competition you'd probably start seeing ea pull up their socks and make more than one you know minor change to the the game every year but then like you say 2k's i don't i always think of it as just more fun like more it's the experience where ea is like i want to be you know alex ovechkin i know how good his wrist shot is in real life and it's going to reflect that in the game but 2K is more like have some fun with it. Yeah, a little more arcadey in that sense. Yeah, and I, yeah, lean... I I do agree. I do agree with you on that sense. Yeah. Yeah, I lean more towards 2K. That's you know because I just like that, especially in the past few years. Uh, two NBA 2K's my career mode is just you know it's an actual story rather than just okay here you are you're an nhl player you're just an nba player just go play there's an actual story to it yeah there is when the first i remember the e3 when they revealed that i'm like holy shit they're actually doing something with a sports game that's new and they and it was and continue sorry Okay, yeah, uh, and EA is starting to move to more towards that with Madden. They've kind of introduced that in NHL this year. I haven't played either of those modes, but you know they're starting to add a little bit more of a story into it. They're adding, starting to add a little bit more of a world building in there, but at the same time, they're still so far behind. And going back to the root of the question, I don't think that you know it's there's a right answer to this question because you know it's. 2k versus ea it's pretty much just asking like do you want pepsi or do you want coke it's you know there's no right answer to it it's just what do you like more yeah it's all about the games you're playing too if you've never played the if you're not like a big hockey fan or even a sports game fan and you're a big basketball fan you're really only playing the 2k games yeah and i think that if you know kind of going back to what you guys said about you know giving those uh you know, letting the uh, license go to multiple companies. That way, 
you know, there's more competition. Maybe 2K makes an NHL game where there is more story or maybe EA makes a game where there is more of a, you know, a multiplayer aspect. Then people have those options that they can move towards what they want. Yeah, very much so. Having at the end, it does come down to like who, what sport you like more to play, and that's really how it determines whether or not you're a 2K or an EA guy for the most part. But at the same time, it is the the potato potato effect. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anything else you guys want to add on sports, games, EA, 2K in general before we move on to some real sports? I'd need... love it if they made a lacrosse game. Me too. There is... <laughs> yeah, that'd be that'd be fun. There is... Even like not being a huge lacrosse fan, but like, I don't know, I'd still play that game. I think you, would think, you would think by now there would be a lacrosse game. There is. I don't know if there is, but there is a handball game. Ooh. Oh man, I gotta get that. Well, there actually is a lacrosse game. It's it's called Casey Powell Lacrosse, I think. I have it on my Xbox. I just rarely play it. It's not great. It's it's good to pick up every once in a while. It's not something I'd want to play for hours on end, but it's out there. It's There's a lot of improvements that could be made, but it's better than having nothing at all. What year did that come out? Or is it a yearly game? It's not a yearly just... game. I think they... Uh, I think the one I have on my Xbox is 18, and then there was a 16 as well. Okay, so we might see another one next year, possibly, then. Possibly? I sure hope so. If lacrosse isn't taking advantage of these next-gen consoles, what's lacrosse even doing? Exactly. They're in the dark ages, that's what they're doing. And I could definitely see, you know, a lacrosse game coming out, because lacrosse is becoming a lot more popular with the new premier lacrosse league that started two years ago so it should i think it is going to start making more of it's it's going to become more mainstream and up here in canada we only really see box lacrosse and that's you know like the the nll but there's every american school probably has a lacrosse team and every like there are so many more lacrosse players down in the states and I think they've always tried to make like a a, or a field lacrosse game. And it's just, I mean, it, they've got so much work to do in figuring out, you know, the mechanics, the physics, the the passing, the shooting, the differences of that. But uh, there's hoping. Here's hoping. Yes. Uh, and with that, it's time to move on to some real sports, boys. Uh, and uh, what way to start off than to talk about some football? It's uh, football season down in the good old U.S. of A. And uh, with that come starting up, uh, fantasy football has also started up. Any of you guys in some fantasy leagues currently? Yeah, I'm in a league with a lot of our RTVN classmates from State, as well as good old Richard. <laughs> Yes, uh, Sean uh, was uh, telling me about that as he's uh, rejoined the D&D group. Uh, he said that good old Rich Strubant uh, has uh, has uh, joined with his team, the Big Dicks. He's having a rough <laughs> go of it. I was going to say, how's he doing? <laughs> uh, how do I say this nicely? Dead last. I do. <laughs> yeah, Oof. I... 
when did I play him? I'm looking for that matchup in my phone right now. Uh, let's see. I want to say week seven. Yeah, week seven. Darren's Dirty Boys, 205 points, point sixteen points. Big Dick, 97.9. <laughs> my are you, God. Uh, where are you in the standings, uh, Darren? I am sixth right now at five and five. Who's uh who's in first? Like how many points are in first compared to uh Richard's ninety seven? <laughs> that was just for that week. Um, oh okay. So first place right now is at fourteen hundred seventy eight. So one thousand four hundred seventy eight. Richard is at one thousand one hundred twenty eight. So yeah, Ooh, he's got to pick up his socks. He's already dialed, <laughs> he's already dealt away his whole team. He's getting ready for next year. <laughs> he's, in a, he's in a rebuild uh, yeah he's he's cool. already rebuilt he's got i think it's four first round draft picks next year already so dude don't don't sleep on the stroll band man he's coming back hard next year <laughs> this year was a wash on purpose number one yeah he threw he he just tanked to get the first picks but but anyway total, total richard move there Total yeah. Richard move. But anyways, back to the original question. Yeah, I'm playing fantasy football. I'm doing okay. It could be going a lot better, but I'm proud to say Darren's Dirty Boys are a wagon right now. Nice, nice. Congrats, uh, Darren. Carson or John, you guys participated in any fantasy leagues? Thankfully not. Not this year, no. Thankfully not, especially, I mean, I remember playing it when there was just, you'd have to worry about questionables being either in or out of the lineup at the last minute and setting your lineup and ma- making a mistake. Now you have to worry about COVID knocking out an entire team or canceling an entire game. So I'm, I'm super glad I'm not in it this year. Cause it's just more of a headache, more of a headache than it is enjoyment. I think. And hasn't the injury rate been like up this year for some odd reason. Wouldn't surprise me. Well, it's not so much that it's been up all season. There was just, I think it was just players are getting weaker. It was like the second week of the season. I think there was like so many people that got injured just in like one weekend that it was just insane. Yeah. I I heard about that from my dad. I said, I think Garoppolo got taken out that week. Yeah. Garoppolo. He's out out again, right? Yeah. Well, I don't think he ever got back to 100%. So they're just, pulling the plug on him. But yeah, Garoppolo got hurt that weekend. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, uh, MVP candidate, he got injured that weekend. Saquon Barkley got injured that weekend. Like so many top name guys that got injured in one day. My God. It's crazy. Like that's our, that NFL is like, especially like one of the sports that like is continuing to go on without like staying in its own bubble and whatnot crowds are not a thing for nfl this year or have there been crowds depends Depends on yeah the some states are let it rip and some states are well let's have a few people and then i think some are just shut right down yeah that's 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 a big thing with the covid on this the football side of things uh who are you guys's predictions for super bowl this year Steelers. I'm going the uh, Dallas Cowboys. It's possible. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't even know who to pick. Is it's just 
so it's just one of those years where anyone could win. Even the Cleveland Browns? They could, honestly. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what the playoff picture is like currently in the AFC, but they're still in the hunt for a wild card spot, I think. Oh. The only guarantee is that the Jets are not going to win the Super Bowl. Very true. They don't count them out yet. <laughs> <laughs> what if every other team gets COVID? Jets win by default. They just win by default. My God. If that's the case, that would be honestly be a bit scary, honestly, that every other team except one. Not if you're a Jets fan. Not if you're a Jets fan. I mean, that that, that would be the, the Jets would be uh, super duper happy and all that stuff. But still, it would it's it would be a weird day to see like every other team just knocked out because of a disease. That would be Even though we've kind of gotten used to it. That would be peak 2020. Peak 2020. Yeah. Football cancel, literally. Football, COVID cancels football and decides the winner. Hey, COVID, if you can hear this, who do, who do you want to win the Super Bowl? COVID? Anyone? No? Okay. The Jets! <laughs> <laughs> um, moving to the other side of football, uh, the CFL. Uh, things are getting in motion um, as uh, they're talking about how they're going to do the season. And uh, the Stampeders, the Calgary Stampeders, have uh, kind of redone the coaching staff a bit um, with uh, getting some new coaches on, uh, some old coaches out, and uh, salary cuts coming for the coaches. Um, I what I wasn't able to find a whole lot on this. Any of you guys know a bit more about this one? Well, I think most of it had to do with they're just trying to limit everything, drop cost and then drop risk. So I think I was looking at they've lost maybe two guys from their original staff. Uh, what was it? Uh, there were two guys: Joshua Bell and George Cortez, um, running back coach and a and a defensive back coach and they weren't coming back, but I think all of it is just to do with COVID. They're not able to, I mean, they don't have any budget anymore. They never had a budget to begin with, but now they're just saying we don't need, you know, seven coaches. We're going to make it do with five coaches and whatever they can do to get the season to start and to go. I'm happy with, I'm sure that's tough as a coach because they're already like a 24 hour a day job, but for the most part, it's just to, just to keep the league going. And today they have announced the schedule. I just saw on Twitter that Winnipeg Jets video where they took a bunch of office clips to announce their schedule. It was really funny. I would highly recommend going to watch it. Hey, everybody. Tony here. The audio is a bit corrupted, but we're about to start talking about the NBA draft. Uh, I'll take the floor here. Uh, I did not. All I know is, uh, was it a six foot one guy, Malachi Flynn, or is it Jalen Harris? One of the two uh, Raptors is six, six foot one and a half. Six one and a half. I could play in the NBA then. No, I don't know. I have no clue. Other than that, I can't sink a ball, so I can. I never get too into basketball just because I sucked so bad at as it as a kid. Yeah, I can say uh, I didn't catch it myself, but I did uh, see some some of the picks of some teams that. I kind of follow a bit, only a little bit. Um, the Raptors being the first one, they drafted Malachi Flynn and Jalen Harris. 
uh, onto the team. Uh, James Wiseman got drafted to Golden State. And uh, speaking of Golden State, uh, good old Clay Thompson is out again because yeah. of uh, what was it? His ACL. Uh, it was his Achilles this time. Achilles. His, Achilles yeah, his time, ACL yeah. was what he he tore his ACL back in the NBA Finals against the Raptors. And yeah. that finally got all healed up, and then this happened. So my heart goes out to Clay Thompson. Yeah, it's just like, like I'm just like when I saw that, I'm like, ah, oh, jeez, man, like, goddamn. Um, and uh, I'm sure we'll probably, uh, and I picked this one up just because his dad's a meme. The second kid of Alonzo Ball has uh, gotten drafted into the NBA. Lamelo Ball has been is drafted to the Hornets. Oh yeah, that's that should be interesting. After Levar Ball challenged uh, Michael Jordan to a one-on-one, saying he would, well, I won't. I don't think I don't remember the exact words, but he was pretty much saying he would wipe the floor with him. So it should be interesting to see how that works out for the both of them, all three of them, I should say. <laughs> all three of them soon to be. There's what? There's three Ball kids, right? The third one's in yeah high long, school uh, or college. So Lonzo, he was drafted, I want to say 2017. Um, I think it was 2017. And then I I think, I don't know off the top of my head. It might yeah, be it was, it was, it's around that timeline. Yeah. It's around that timeline. And then Leangelo, uh, I think he's one or two years younger than Lonzo. He didn't get drafted. I think he's playing for... Oklahoma City's G League team, and then Lamelo just got drafted. Yeah, I, I've heard a lot of uh, people say that Lamelo is a bit more talented than the Lamar. Oh yeah, I feel uh, bad I, for all. Oh, go ahead. Oh yeah, Lamelo is very, very talented. It's just a matter of you know what's his attitude. Is he going to adapt well? Um, he's been, yeah, he's very talented. It's it's just a matter of how he adjusts to the NBA. I always had a problem because was it the first uh, ball that was coming through the, you know, the draft and through college and all of a sudden his dad was on like every sports show, just talking up his kids and he would literally look for a camera to, to grab attention. And I couldn't figure out, is he trying to get attention for himself or is he trying to draw attention to his son? And then I thought, imagine you're the kid and you're like, dude, I don't want this pressure. Like, I don't want to be in the spotlight. Maybe they want to, but nobody wants, you know, that much pressure and that much expectation going into your pro career. You just want to make it. You want to keep your nose, you know, down, keep your nose dirty and make it through your first season or your first couple seasons. But these guys have, you know, the biggest trumpeter of their skills going out there and saying that they can, they, they're world beaters and, I don't think any of them are world beaters yet, are there? Uh, Lonzo, he hasn't been great um, so far. He's he's been good, but he's been good, but not great. He's uh, what's like he's he was picked second overall by the Lakers back whenever that was. Yeah, back and, when he got first drafted, and then he got traded. Yeah, then he got traded. It's um, you know he just needs a little more time to develop. I would say. Oh, what's um like he's a good passer, but everyone wants him to be a scorer. He's a good defender, he's a good passer. It's just the scoring and shooting hasn't been there yet for him. Yeah. Uh I have a question about his dad. Was his dad 
what is, what is his dad's history in like sports overall? Um, I don't know to be honest. I think he, I think he played college ball, but uh, was a bench warmer throughout his college years. Uh, that's that's as far as I know, and I don't okay. even know that. Yeah, I'll, I'll take that. I'll take I think that. he played for the Flint, Michigan Tropics for a couple of years. <laughs> but, uh, that's about it. <laughs> Okay. Fourth place. <laughs> um, that was that's our NBA talk. I think we'll call that one there and move on to the one that I can talk the most about because it's I I don't know sports, but I know I know what I like and I like uh, looking at things and rating them. New jerseys for the NHL have uh, been revealed. Uh, some for the regular season and all teams have gotten a retro. Uh, what's it called? Reverse retro jersey for special rival games that will be used one to two times in the season. I'm so excited for this. Like, you guys, I'm sure, will have your opinions, but for all the Canadian teams, there's not a jersey I don't like. For all the teams across the Pacific Division, they're all sick. And then across the league, there's like Detroit is kind of boring, but all of the other ones are so, so sick. Like you go from Mighty Duck Man to the Kachina Dog, Blasty, and then you go with the classic, um, classic San Jose with that little bit of silver in the jersey. Like I'm, I'm so excited about this. Yeah, I agree completely. There's so many that I. There's only two that I don't really like. Uh, Detroit's just because it's so plain, and the New York Islanders just because. If you put that one against one of their regular jerseys, I wouldn't be able to tell the difference on which one is which, pretty much. Yeah, the Islanders, they missed a perfect opportunity to to bring back the fishermen. The highliner. It, 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 it was staring them in the face. That was the only well, it's like that and the Flyers. Like people were complaining about the Flyers jersey, but the Flyers and the Islanders, they've only had one jersey there the whole time. And then other than the Islanders having the fishermen, which was the obvious choice to go to. Flyers haven't really had any different version of, of their jersey throughout their entire franchise. But um, what you guys were saying, very exciting about it. I think there's a couple that uh, maybe a little lackluster, but uh, it's very exciting whenever a team gets a third jersey or does like some special event type thing too. Have you guys – oh, go ahead. All the, sorry. All the grays I don't enjoy, how it's the weird shade of gray. I, I don't get it. There's two like, that yeah. – oh, go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> you, you have, like, the Toronto jersey, which is, like, the 67 to, like, 76 air jersey or something like that, where it's really blocky and stuff, which is probably, honestly, the worst Leafs jersey ever. But then, like, I don't know, you bring it with the gray. It kind of, like – I don't know. It looks muddy, not very aesthetically appealing, kind of, like, almost dilutes from the Leafs itself. I don't know. I could go on about every jersey. I got opinions. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. The grays, I think, are the main uh, point of uh, distress for me, I would say. Well, then there's the, uh, like, I don't know if it's the, Ve- it's not the Vegas retro jersey because they, I don't think, have a retro, but. No, they don't. They got, it's, it's, it's inspiration is from another team back in the day. But their yeah, new. Yeah, I think it was an old IHL. And that, yeah. like, that glittery gold that they're getting in their jersey. 
That's cool. That's going to be sick. It's going to be the yeah. only team in the NHL that has like this kind of reflective material in their jersey for the gold, which is going to be sick. But the other one, which might be my favorite jersey in all of sports, is the Dallas blackout jersey. So it's basically oh, you like oh, that. Yeah. Oh my god! I, I, I am. I, I do agree with John as I also saw the the, Dal- the new Dallas jersey. I I like it too. I like the the neon green. I I digging it. Jet black and neon green, and it kind of feels like Tron. And then in their you know in their tweet, they got the guy wearing a visor that's blacked out, so it like looks it did, really it did cool. Look, it did look cool under like those lights in the like in the photography studio there because like that's mainly kind of light directed even black light too yeah it's gonna be interesting to see what it looks like during a game on the ice yeah very much so yeah very much so i've never been a fan of like highlighters or anything (laughs) uh, so i don't know i i like and then even like the reverse retro stars jersey i was a lot of white i think it would have been cool just to do like that like that, the, like the idea they had of like that classic, like, but like like ninety eight to like two thousand seven era jerseys, where it's like the black on the bottom, green on the top. Yeah, I think that's one of the best jerseys in all of hockey ever. And I don't know, it left a little something to be desired for me. Or I, they could have gone with the uh, the classic uh, Mooderous jerseys, which everybody loves. I really like the all white concept, and like I love all white unis in. in any sport, especially in like football, where it's like almost a stormtrooper uniform from Star Wars. It's it's something that I always like to see, but you just never see enough of it. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of more reserved for like all star games and stuff where you get to see it. And that Quebec Nordiques revival in the in the avalanche colors is sick. That looks slick, yeah. That's a beauty. Yeah, I think the wild wing duck takes the cake for me. Yeah, it, it absolutely does for me too. I, I the second I saw that, I'm like, okay, okay, that's well, it, I want it, that. I think the biggest problem I had with the whole reverse retro is like you have like some teams like maybe using a jersey that like some people regard as one of the worst ever, but like it's it's just polarized too with fans that like they love that jersey i love that jersey i think it's so cool like the old wild wing one and like the ducks going with that you know jumping off the cliff and doing it and then you have other teams like playing it a lot safe like islanders and then like the kind of the crap jersey detroit came up with and stuff it would have been nice to see other teams like kind of take bigger risks i like maybe like it'd be cool for like carolina like you did the Hartford jersey. It's awesome. Best logo in hockey. And, like, they did that last year. They do that every once in a while. Like, they do a Whalers night, and it's just the Whalers jersey. I think it'd be really cool to, like, make that jersey, like, the classic, like, even earlier, like, the WHA New England Whalers logo, which I think is equally really good, too. I don't know. Just bigger risks for the teams, I think, would have been neat. I think people will look at the, like, the logo. For example, like, when the Flames had that blasty, they were terrible, so it was hard to watch them play, let alone what their jersey was. So then sometimes you associate like that era jersey with, oh, we were a bad team, so I don't like it. But man, I I am all for anytime you get a little bit of difference into the logos and have a little fun with it. Like it's not we're not a we're not a corporation here. No, exactly. It's nice to like have even like the reason of doing it just was like to make money from covid because you don't have fans or anything yeah just, just get more revenue for the team it's nice to see another jersey which is awesome because i mean i mean i'm probably gonna buy a blasty myself like i love the flames in black it's awesome 
I do like the flames when they do wear the black. I I can agree with that. Yeah, once I have enough money, definitely for sure, I'm <laughs> yeah. buying a blasty. There's definitely things that like I would have loved to see, but like it's nice how like some certain teams like like Flames Blasty, uh, Dallas kind of went back to that era, like the era of like pretty much like '98 to like 2007 before like all the jerseys went to like the Reebok Edge, like across the board the same. You had like that the best era of kind of jerseys where like the worst jerseys ever came out and the best jerseys ever came out. So it's cool to get that nostalgia back and certain certain teams less than other teams you see but i don't know it's it's nice to see because those adidas jerseys they're in for the past three years are slick as hell like they are just nice jerseys and to get like the cool classic you know the logos you see when you're growing up when you're five years old watching your favorite players is pretty awesome uh yeah um do you guys have any other uh jerseys just from the past that you really liked to see back when they were uh in the Nat, the Nashville Mustard Tiger jersey, <laughs> I love that one. The Dallas uh, Uterus uh, Moose one, that one's killer. Uh, I don't know, that's probably the two shining stars in my mind. For a little while, back in like college hockey, like North Dakota used to do it in Notre Dame, they had, it was kind of like the glittery, like shimmery uh, jersey colors. And I wish, and actually lacrosse got into it too. Like the Toronto rock had like a Navy, but it was kind of shimmery Navy Jersey. And I used to have one and I, I swear I wore it probably three days a week in junior high. <laughs> Darren. Well, I think you can't like anything that's, you know, classic and simple. I really like kind of a simple Jersey. I do like it also when, you know, and we've seen that with like the wild wing Jersey and stuff like that, where they go crazy. But I like something really simple, kind of like uh, the flames retros that are now the current jerseys where it's just, it's very simple, just kind of one solid color, couple stripes here. I just like simple jerseys like that. Yeah. Like when you get a Jersey that like the colors just match up nicely, the lines aren't too big or too small. Like, like that, like, I'm glad the Flames went with the retros as normal because, I mean, those are the best-looking jerseys probably ever, other than Blasty, of course. But uh... Yeah. Yes, very much so. Uh, and before we move on to the bonus level, is there anything else, anything sports topic you want to add right before we move on to the bonus level? Anything. Bring bring back the skate franchise EA. They're, work, they're working um, on Skate 4. They, they announced that at they've like... They've been working what, on it for like 10 years. And they announced it, what, last year's E3 that they that is in the works, finally? I think they even gave like a teaser, like in like June or something, Ooh, too. I don't remember if they did. I'll have to go back and look. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to yeah. fact check that one. Uh, I'd like to say, uh, rest in peace, Big Mo, 2008 <laughs> Master of <Camp>. uh, <laughs> You're playing Augusta up in heaven, brother. John? Has anyone uh, gotten an Xbox and tried that vaping thing where it looks like it's going to light on fire? I first, like, I turned on my Twitter. I turned on my Twitter, and, like, the first video I saw was of someone's, like, it looks like their Xbox is smoking, and I was like, oh, great. Here we go. Yeah, and then immediately (laughs) after that, Xbox tweeted, hey, don't vape in your Xbox, please. As if they had to say As, it, but they do. Yeah. Crazy times. Like, I, I think I said this last week. 
if you want to vape in your Xbox and not ruin it, then just buy a second Xbox. Yeah, Must I'm on my nice. fifth one. <laughs> yeah. Must be nice to be able to do yeah. that. Yeah, uh, it hurts. It hurts. I want the PS5, but I need to save up money because that's, of the new gen, it's the most ex expensive. How much is it? 650 Canadian, roughly. Whew. That's Ooh. with the disk drive. It drops down to the 499 on... Uh... That's three Blasty jerseys. Sorry, no, it's like 550, I think. Ah, five. I can't remember off of the top of my head. But it's the PS5 with the disk drive is the most expensive of all the next gen. It's uh, It costs a good arm and a leg for... Uh... Two... 250 more with a disc drive. Roughly, eh? yeah. Uh, 150 to 250 more. You can get a disc drive. Uh, I don't know how you want to talk about it. <laughs> that's quite that's quite the uh that's quite the shale yeah. there. Uh and with that, we're jumping into the bonus level and starting, of course, with this day in gaming history. Do you guys know what happened November twenty second, nineteen ninety four? Uh oh, let me jump I... in here. Uh Big Mo won his first junior tournament. Well, that happened too. <laughs> yeah. uh, I can't wait till you tell us. It's my favorite thing ever. Uh, well, the Sega Saturn was released in Japan in 1994. Uh, in 1998, Super Nintendo Chalmers emerged that joke in The Simpsons. Figured that's a good. That's the one. That's the one. <laughs> uh, and in 2005, the Xbox 360 was released in North America. That's 2005. Wow. Yeah. I bought it. I bought it in 2010. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys got to remember, John's 47 years old. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Me, I'm only 13. I'm somewhere in the middle of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you if you would have <clears throat> asked me, like, what year the 360 came uh, I would I would have said like 2009 or 10 at least. Yeah, the original 360 came out in 05. That those are the ones that could that could give you the red ring of death. Oh, what a machine! That was, that's right. Yeah, that's right. That, that but, was that was the 2005 pandemic. Right? The red ring, the red ring of death on the Xbox. <laughs> yeah. But anytime, anytime you can bring in a Simpsons reference, I'm yeah. You see, I saw sure. that. I saw that on the site. I get these facts from. And I'm like, okay, I'm having John on the podcast. He's a Sim He's a big Simpsons guy. I got. I got. I gotta. I gotta put that fact in. And there. now, I have to watch Simpsons like a like an addict, like in little short stints when my girlfriend's not around, because she just she just doesn't understand that the Simpsons is one of the greatest, if not the greatest, uh, shows ever made. Yes. Maybe not so much the newer stuff, but uh definitely not. Mm -hmm. Yeah, up to like what, season 13, 14, 15 or something. Oh, you could get up to the 18s, I think, and then it started to weaken out a bit. Yeah, that's when they jumped the shark. Uh didn't they actually jump a shark? I think they did. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they did. If they haven't yet, then what are they doing? But uh, I'm pretty sure they did. Way back in the old seasons, Homer uh, on Bart's skateboard jumped the Springfield Gorge. 
and it's that well, classic. He's like, he's gonna make it, he's gonna make it, and then he hits every bump on the way down, and then as he's being pulled out on the helicopter, his head's hitting every rock on the way up. <laughs> the ambulance goes into a tree, and he goes right back down. <laughs> classic. Classic Simpsons. Uh, the achievement of the week this week is in Katamari Damacy Reroll, and it's called Moo Moo Farmer, which is to clear the level, make Taurus. Just love the name for that one. Moo Moo Farmer. <laughs> and the game to look out for this week is Out of Space Couch Edition, a game where you and up to three friends, uh, so four, four player co-op, can uh, clean a spaceship, uh, but there's aliens on board. And your goal is to get rid of the aliens and keep get make the spaceship nice and clean. Really cool game to check out. And lastly, where can we find you gentlemen on the internet? John, we'll start with you. Hmm, I think uh, Twitter's JFYYC2019. And then Instagram is, uh, sorry, Instagram's Flats Magats. Flats like with two T's and then Mick Gats with two T's. Carson? Uh, my Instagram is a sparrow underscore Carson. That's probably where I'm most active. Uh, I have no clue, uh, clue what my uh, Twitter handle <laughs> is. Uh, but uh, check me out on LinkedIn, uh, Carson Sparrow. Uh, yeah, that'd be about it. All right. And Darren? Well, for the hottest or coldest sports takes on Twitter, you can follow me at Darren underscore Bain uh, on Instagram. It's just Darren Bain. And then once again, on LinkedIn, Darren Bain. And once again, I am an employee of Vista radio. So all these opinions that I've stated are my own and do not reflect any of Vista's opinions or values. Yes. And of course you can find myself uh, at Tony's game lounge on Instagram at radio, Tony on Twitter and Tony's game lounge on Twitch, where we stream every Monday, Wednesday and Thursday, or at least we try to thank you once again, gentlemen, for joining me on the second annual sports episode. It was a blast. Oh, thanks for having me, Tone. Thank you so much for having us. Not a problem, gentlemen. And we will see you, the listener, next week in the Game Lounge. Thank you for listening to Tony's Game Lounge. Be sure to follow us on your streaming platform and follow us on Instagram. Tune in every Sunday for new episodes. 